0: Come on. Yeah, we just, we're just we excited when we see family do life. And, uh, and today we're doing something a little different. We're doing a, an installation service where we are celebrating uh, our leaders moving forward and responding to the call of God to, to serve as elders and to serve as deacons. And um, I actually almost broke down because there was families that were needing some seats. And uh, I didn't have to say a thing. One of our deacons jumped up, grabbed seats, went and set it up. That's the, that's the posture. That's the heart. That is the, the rhythm of a servant. You do it and you don't even need to be asked. And so, fam, we're going to talk just a little bit. I want to encourage you in some words. And then we're going to have a time of, of, of some vows that you take as, as deacons and as elders. But hear me as there focus sometimes. How many people come from a family that's bigger than one child? Bigger than one child. So sometimes you focus on one kid, it doesn't mean the rest are ignored. It really means as I'm focusing on this one kid, the rest of y'all should be listening too. And so today as we are focusing on the elders and the deacons, church family, this is still a word for all of us. Amen? Amen. I, I love watching Um, musical shows, I love watching, you know, it used to be BET Awards, but everything got a new name now. Y'all ain't hip, I used to watch Soul Train Awards. Y'all don't know. Like, I I love performances, and and when people would get their awards, it's hilarious, the list of people. They'll be like, you know, I want to give honor to God, but I want to thank Ray Ray, Nook Nook, Shaquan, Duke, Duke, we did it! You know, like everybody start getting their name. They get the whole long list because they know that without their team, without that support, without people behind them, they wouldn't have been able to achieve it. So I ask you now to open up your Bibles, and if you need one, my my amazing servants will bring one to you. Just raise your hand. We're going to Romans chapter 16, and we're going to be just quickly looking at a list of people that Paul shouts out. He gives a shout out to some people. Romans chapter 16. Y'all know I'm my family that's on camera. Y'all know I be seeing people. I be waving. Hey, what up? It's good to see you. Sorry, y'all. Yep, I'm happy to see you too. Romans chapter 16. Our our process of even an elder and a deacon is is one where we first listen to the church family. And as we listen to the church family, we hear from our body. And then as we get names and we listen and we pray and the church is praying, then the elders bring forth the final word of selecting folks that are going to be elders and deacons. Romans chapter 16. Uh, Can somebody tell me what page that is in in our church Bibles? 617, if you flip it forward, 617. Starting at verse 1. I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a servant of the church of Centria, that you would welcome her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints and help her in whatever she may need from you, for she has been a patron of many and of myself as well. Paul uses a term that's very family-oriented. He says sister. He lets you know that there's a relationship here, that there's a a bond here. He uses a, a term of endearment, and she's not just a sister. She's also a person that is connected to him in ministry one of the first times in the New Testament we see the word diakonos. You're like, come on, Pastor, well, don't, don't be hocking up loogies in church. It's, it's the term where we get the term deacon or servant. The, the definition of that term, if you took it out, it means table waiter. It means servant. It means waitress in our common vernacular. And a waiter or a waitress pretty much has one job, it's to serve you. And you and I both know the difference between service that's good and service that's bad. And this sister, he says, hey, she's a sister, she's a servant, she's a deacon. And the the, the term elder is connected from our Old Testament understanding of, of the synagogue but the New Testament understanding brings forth the understanding of the term deacon. So we begin to have it fleshed out as the New, the New Testament church is birthed in Acts 6 when there's an issue and some people are hungry and need to be fed and the deacons are established. And so now we figure that our sister, Phoebe, Probably one that falls in line with that type of flow. She probably cares for people. She probably helps people. She's probably looking out for the needs of the hurting. But notice in 1 Timothy 5 how it defines or how it helps set a context for what a deacon or a deaconess is. Hear these words as it describes a deacon. Let a widow be enrolled if she is not less than 60 years of age, having been the wife of one husband and having a reputation for good works. If she has brought up children, has shown hospitality, has washed the feet of saints, has cared for the afflicted, and has devoted herself to good work, deacon, servant. So you get this background context. As soon as you get her name, he's talking about hey, show some love to my sister, a servant who is down, who cares for people. But it's, it's a little odd that, that, that she's rolling like this because she's a, a person of, of wealth. Look what it says there in, in, that, in that second verse. It says, for she has been a patron of many and myself. A patron is someone that financially supports, that financially gives, that helps to make sure that the mission takes place. She got your back if you down and out and needed to advance kingdom ministry. She did it for many, including Paul. I hope that helps, like, startle our mindset. And I hope for my elders and my deacons, we don't have a prototype of what a servant should look like. Oh, a servant has to be middle class, or a servant has to be poor, or a servant can never be rich. Or You see, this is a woman that's of means. And if you're going to be against anyone, don't be against a person that has money. Be against a person that's greedy with money. You're going to be against someone, be against someone that's shiesty when it comes to money. But this person, she's willing to use her money for godly means, but still doesn't see herself too high. And as a deacon, she'll care for the least of these. That's the posture that we want to see present within the church. That's the image, that's the model that is set before us for what a deacon is to look like. What you have is used for the kingdom, and what you can do is care for others. That's a cool deacon approach, but that's an everybody approach, right? That's an all of us approach, right? That's something we all should be flourishing in. But notice he says some words that that you might just just gloss over real quick in verse 2. He says that you may welcome her. Welcome her. Why does he say that? He says it because she's bringing a letter to Rome. She's from Centuria. She's doing him a solid. She's bringing this letter, and they have yet to meet her. But they know of him. And he's giving a testimony, or he's saying, hey, treat her like she my girl. How many of y'all have ever had somebody make a recommendation to you for something recommendation for food i'll start rubbing y'all's stomach mhm recommendation i see i saw a guy the other day haircut was nice i'm like man where you get your haircut okay like, like 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 when somebody makes a recommendation it it'll get you excited or it will calm you and set the tone if you say to me hey pastor my boy's going to come by, take care of him. I'm trusting that you vouch vouching for this person. You say, hey, come by. He's he a good dude. Take care of him, pastor. Cool. I'm going to open up the door. Come on in, man. Herb says you good. you good with me. But if Herb says, hey, on the porch, don't let him look at your TV, he might get you. You know, you, you understand. There's that family relationship that's built that when you vouch, we're going to honor it. See, That's what's taking place here. Paul is writing this letter and he's saying, welcome her. How can Paul say welcome her? Because he knows they love Jesus, the same Jesus that he loves. And because there is this Christian witness, this Christian experience, even though he's in a different town and they have never met her, he can say, get ready to take care of my girl. Look out for her, care for her, church, love on her, be welcoming. That's an important thing for us as elders, as deacons. The posture of the church should be one where we are welcoming. Welcoming to who? Welcoming to everybody not be met at the door with any hurdle you have to jump or any preconceived posture you have to carry at the door. Come on in. At the door, we want to greet you and welcome you. We want to have a posture of hospitality. We want to have a posture of welcoming people. Continue with me in verse 3. Greet Pri Priscilla and Aquila, my Fellow workers in Christ Jesus who risked their necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but all the churches of the Gentiles give thanks as well. Greet also the church in their house. Greet my beloved Eponidas, who was the first convert to Christ in Asia. Got this, this couple that fled persecution. Then they set up a new church in their home, and they loved on and cared for Paul. But notice, notice that phrase. That's a phrase we understand today. Wrist their necks. Wrist their necks. Not just set up the cookies. Not just sent the occasional text. Like got down and dirty with Paul and said, if you are gonna suffer for this gospel, we will suffer for this gospel. you see as deacons and as elders we do not begin to get into our lanes like oh well i'm the deacon over outreach i don't help anyone that's a deacon over hospitality no we are we are a family We, we do life together we we ride together we put our necks out for one another we're willing to to go there for the sake of christ and uh we, we have terms for elders. We have a certain amount of time that elders are rolling. And um, right now, what's up, P? We got, um, we have a term set and one of our elders is coming off. It's actually the elder that I've spent the most time with of anybody in Macav, and it's Nate. Uh, I wish he was here, because I just wanted to like honor him and let him know how many times, how grateful I am for the many times that he risked his neck for us. He was willing to, to take risks for the sake of the kingdom. And it has advanced our church and allowed our church to, to, to thrive as a result. And sis, please make sure you, we're going, we got it. I sent him the link. I got him. Sometimes you're willing to risk next when you have something, when you have a relationship or a common goal that we're going for. And our relationship is one where we're a family in Christ, and our common goal is to celebrate Jesus. Now, I was, uh, I was blessed with two daughters. And um, once I had two daughters, I began to get a little bit more sensitive to things that, that affect women. And uh, these next these next. Six verses, Paul just like fills it with his celebration of how women like fueled and supported his ministry. Look with me at verse six. Greet Mary who has worked hard for you. Greet Androniacus and Junia, my kinsmen and fellow prisoners. They are well known to the apostles. They were in Christ before me. Greet Ampliatus. My beloved in the Lord, greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ. And my beloved Stachys, greet Apelles, who is approved in Christ. Greet those who belong to the family of Aristobulus. Greet my kinsman Herodian. Greet those in the Lord who belong to the family of Narcissus. I think I said that right, went for it. Uh, greet those workers in the Lord, Trifenia, Trifosa. Greet beloved Persis, who has worked hard in the Lord. Adjectives are a word that'll, that'll, you know, help you understand. It. Is it modifies a noun or is that an adverb? Uh-oh, my Greek is getting off, my, my English is getting off. But, but an added, adjective gives you that description. You know, it gives you that, that understanding of, of, of how these people are operating. Is there a word that you saw a few times mentioned as it described these people? Everybody see, worked hard. Worked hard. Like in in, in the whole list, I found it kind of cool because we can learn from one another, right? So I have women learn from male examples and males learn from female examples. And the cool thing that I saw noticed here again and again that Paul reflects on with the sisters is they work hard. He acknowledges their their, their effort and their tenacity and their energy and their consistency and their hard work. Now, some of these names, y'all, maybe it's due to me, me being black and being raised in a country where like all of the images for like Jesus were painted in a certain hue or, you know, just different different you know like blonde hair blue eyed images was painted I was like okay and then I had to learn that, like okay it's a little bit different but but so when I see these names I have these like images of what these people look like but if you look with me in verse 13 it says greet Rufus I know the brothers made it up in there with that one I know Ruru It says, Greek, Gre, Rufus, chosen in the Lord, also his mother, who has been a mother to me as well. I think things like this can get easily overlooked because sometimes you want a title in order to operate in the way God would have you. And I think what's being clearly modeled here is that sometimes, no title, you just need to love on someone well his mother's name isn't even mentioned but he said she was like a mother to me the hospitality welcoming caring for people the this rhythm of the church transformative and really be the wind in someone's sails as they walk for Jesus it can be the difference maker in how their ministry advances and sometimes your name won't even be mentioned. As a leader, you may serve and you may care and you may love and you may do the things that God asks you to do and there may not be much acknowledgement. But know that you do it for the king. Verses 14, read syncretist Pelagian, Philegion, Hermes, Petrobras, Hermas, and the brothers who were with them, greet Phylogos, Julia, Neroeus, and his sisters, and Olympus, and all the saints who were with them, greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ greet you. How many of y'all had had an auntie, maybe a cousin, Like, it depends on the culture you come from, but many cultures, when you haven't seen an older person in some time, when you see them, they hug you, and then they give you a kiss. It's it's a part of the the greeting. It's a part of of the, the love expression. It's a way to say, I've missed you, and I'm happy that I get to be in your presence again. It's a way of calming any issue and here is the same in a new testament one writer writes that the holy kiss was especially precious to new believers during the early church years because they were often outcast from their own families because they took a step of faith these new believers glorified in the new spiritual kinship they had found in their Christian family. Furthermore, the holy kiss from Jewish Christian to a Gentile believer was evidence that the Gentiles were fully accepted into the Christian fellowship to fight. Despite the teachings of Judaizers, these would return the Mosaic law and they would care for folks. Fam, what was happening? This kiss was shocking, folks. Wait, you would kiss me, a person that you used to view as nothing? You would would extend your arms to me. You would open up to me. You would see me as one that you would be willing to embrace. What does that? Christ and Christ alone. So I ask my beautiful liberal church members, could you give a holy kiss to a conservative? So I ask my... Beautiful, conservative members. Could you give a holy kiss to a liberal? Like, like you pick it. You pick it. Rich, poor, educated, uneducated. And if your answer is, nah, I couldn't kiss that person. not really what a servant does. not really the posture of an elder. That's not the posture of a deacon. No, we lead with welcoming. We lead opening our arms. We lead showing that there is no division within this body for Christ has united us. So maybe today you won't give me a kiss on the cheek, but I hope you at least give me a hug. I hope at least a pound, I hope at least some dap, I hope at least you will open yourself up as the frontline workers, deacons that are laying it down, making it happen, serving faithfully hoping that you will help us make people feel welcomed. Like this whole aspect has been for all of us. Then there's a specific aspect that gets a more nuance that I think is perfectly applicable to the elders specifically. Look with me in verses 17 through 20. I appeal to you brothers Will soon crush the Satan. Will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Simple. These is some good advice. Satan's on the prowl. Satan's busy, and the one thing that he wants to see happen within every relationship, whether it's two friends, whether it's a married couple, whether it's a beautiful church, he wants to see division. He wants to see breaking up. He wants to see drama. And elders are responsible for being the filter, the guard, the protector of the people to make sure that gospel centered doctrine is sound. And when there's lies trying to creep into the camp, we don't allow it. We protect people and we care for God's body. So, family, I get the, the joy of being able to walk with amazing servants. But all of us get a chance to, to see this type of posture and behavior and should be pursuing it. Here, this, 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 this kind of like last statement. That gets said, this is a a book, the book of Romans is like super theological, super like, like understanding principles that God would have for you, understanding like how God views you, understanding how the world operates, understanding certain behaviors. Love that Paul breaks it down and goes relational for the end. He ends with talking about people that helped him get through. Family, I can definitely testify and say to this entire church, but because today we're celebrating deacons and elders, that I as a lead pastor am only as strong as our deacon and elder team, and I'm so grateful for each of you. pray that you would hear this, this doxology, which I'm going to read twice, because for some of you it's the first time hearing it, so I'm going to read it now, and then I'm going to read it at the benediction. It says, Now to him... Who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery that was kept secret for long ages, but has now been disclosed through the prophetic writings, has been made known to all nations according to the command of the eternal God to bring about obedience of faith to the only wise God. Be glory forever and more through Christ Jesus. Church said, Amen. Family, I get a chance now to, to, to present some, some vows or some, an opportunity for our deacons and elders to say before you the posture that they want to emulate while being a deacon and elder. So family, what I will say is a phrase and then I will say what you should say. And then if you feel convicted to be able to say that, then just repeat after me. That might have been confusing, but you'll get it. D right. Little call and response. Deacon team, do you reaffirm your faith in Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? If so, respond by saying, I do. Do you believe the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments to be the Word of God, totally trustworthy, fully inspired by the Holy Spirit, and the supreme authority for faith and practice? If so, respond by saying, I do. I do. Will you be faithful in prayer and in the reading and study of God's holy scriptures? If so, respond by saying, I will. I will. Our mission from Macav Community Church is Macav Community Church exists to bring honor and attention to God by the power of Holy Spirit of the Holy Spirit. Do you believe in that mission? If so, say I do. I do. Our vision is seeing communities transform both spiritually and physically, starting with our own. If you believe in that vision, respond by saying I do. I do. do you submit? to the leadership and structure of Mac Church in life and in discipline? If you do, respond by saying, I do. I do. And are you willing to serve in a manner that supports the ministries and people of the community and church? If you are, respond by saying, I am. I Will you look for Christ in all others, being ready to help and serve those in need? If you will, respond by saying, I will. Will you do your best to pattern your life and that of your family or household or community in accordance with the teachings of Jesus Christ so that you may be wholesome and an example to all? If so, respond by saying, I will, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. At this time, I want to bless you all with a Um, certificate let me pray for our deacons Lord we are so grateful for for this team of people that you've assembled these servants Father we are thankful for the heart and posture that you've given them and Lord let us steward this posture of servants well let us serve where you would have us to go We're so thankful for what they've modeled already. They give of their time, of their energy to care for your body. And we don't take that service for granted. It's in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Thank you, family. Can we give them a little? Elders, I'm honored to serve with you, brothers. And Just this weekend, we had an elder retreat, and yeah, the Lord just was working and moving, and I'm humbled to be able to be with these men. So, brothers, do you reaffirm your faith in Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? If so, respond by saying, I do. do. Do you believe the scriptures of the Old Testament, Old and New Testaments, to be the Word of God, totally trustworthy, fully inspired by the Holy Spirit, and the supreme authority for faith and practice? If so, respond by saying, I do. Will you be faithful in prayer and in the reading and study of God's holy scriptures? If so, respond by saying, I will. I will. Maccalf Community Church exists to bring honor and attention to God by the power of the Holy Spirit. Do you believe in that mission? If so, respond by saying, I do. I do. Seeing communities transform both spiritually and physically, starting with our own, is our vision. If you believe that vision, respond by saying, I do. Do you submit to the leadership and structure of Mac Church and life and discipline? If you do, respond by saying, I do. do. Are you willing to serve in a manner that supports the ministries and people of the church? If you do, respond by saying, "I I am. Will you look for Christ in all others, being ready to help and serve those in need? If you will, respond by saying, I will. Will you do your best to pattern your life and that of your family and of your household and of, your, of the community in accordance with the teachings of Jesus Christ so that you may be a wholesome example to all people? If you will, respond by saying, I will. I will. And then a, little, a few additional ones for you all as elders. Do you promise to submit to your fellow elders in the Lord? If so, respond by saying, I do with God's help. Have you been led, as far as you know in your heart, to accept the office of elder from the love of God and sincere desire to promote his glory in the gospel of his son? If so, respond by saying, I have. have. Do you promise to be zealous and faithful in promoting the truths of the gospel and the purity and peace of the church, whatever persecution or opposition might arise to you on that account? If so, respond by saying, I do with God's help. Will you be faithful and diligent in the exercise of all duties as elder, whether personal, relative, private, or public, and will you seek by the grace of God to display the gospel in your life and model godliness before this congregation? If so, respond by saying, I will by the grace of God. And are you now willing to take responsibility in the life of this congregation as an elder to oversee the ministry and resources of the church, to devote yourself to prayer, to the ministry and word, and to the shepherding of God's flock, relying upon the grace of God in such a way that Mac and the entire church of Jesus Christ will be blessed. If so, respond by saying, I am with the help of God. Amen congregation would you stand and join us now congregation i have just a couple of things for for you all because we are saying this to the elders as well as to the deacons congregation do you the members of macav community church acknowledge and publicly receive these men as elders and men and women as deacons as gifts from Christ to his church. If so, respond by saying, we do. Will you love them and pray for them in ministry and work together with them humbly and cheerfully that by the grace of God, you may accomplish the mission of the church, giving them all due honor and support in their leadership to which the Lord has called them to the glory and honor of God. And if so, respond by saying, we will. Can we pray together? Gracious and eternal God, you put, bring forth leaders and, uh, and we're grateful for the way you guide us. Lord, leading and serving is not always easy. And one of the things we ask them is if they're willing to follow you even if opposition and persecution should come and they've said yes. But the only way to do any of this, Lord, is by the power of your spirit. So we pray that you would fill these men, that they'd be able to lead well, serve well, that the unity of the deacons and the elder team, Lord, would be a light unto our community and that our church would feel cared for. We're asking for protection for all church members and all people, but ask for an extra measure of your grace towards your leaders. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.